Boogie! We are back for another dope episode of your favorite late night podcast that we sometimes shoot during the day. I'm Nate Galloway. I'm Adrian Brandyberg. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. <laughs> I did that on purpose to throw y'all off. <laughs> I thought you were having I thought you were convulsing converging having a seizure whatever I was like hey do we need to pause this that was the preparation for the bomb that you always say blow people's ears out so you know it was like prepare yourselves for the bombs shout out to the day (laughs) just Swatting away flies and shit. I don't know what the hell, what the hell you were doing. Shout out to the day ones. Like, subscribe on all your podcast platforms. Like we said, this is uh, your favorite late night podcast that we sometimes shoot during the day. Boogie, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. I worked worked out this Merting. Okay. I um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm slowly trying to incorporate moving the body a little bit more give me some applause i appreciate it i appreciate it you know because you know we're getting we're living more we're i I don't want to say we're getting older but we are living more you've been listening to td jakes huh hey hey hey, (laughs) you're not about to power bottle me this way okay don't do that don't 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 do that hey i know i know it hasn't been confirmed but uh, td jakes look like he's uh he can get doing well he's doing well yeah yeah and he's not moment. listening to the haters, okay? You can get swallowed in the okay. word. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I will say his his um his sermons and the clips that I have seen have been very insp- inspirational, very powerful. Uh, regardless of you know whether right. you know be tagged with related to religion or not, just in general, like anybody listening to him can definitely gain something from it. But uh. But yeah, I um, you know, moving a little bit more, um, getting my water intake, you know, per gotta stay use, hydrated. Gotta stay gotta hydrated out here. Yeah, um, taking it. Uh, I was gonna, I was honestly gonna lie to you right now. I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> caught yourself. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say taking it easy on the alcohol, but then I just got a flashback of what happened the other. <laughs> The other night, and I was like, "Ain't no way!" I was going. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how those flashbacks come. It's like, no, why are you lying? You know the <laughs> bottle is still open right over here on the counter, right over here. But in my brain, <laughs> in my mind, though, my mind is telling me that I need to take it easy, which oh. I will. So yeah, I mean, we. I think this is a good time to let the, the the listeners know that this podcast is sponsored by Red Cup Activities. You know, so <laughs> stop it, stop it. Shout out to no, shout out to Dandrell Scott, my boy out there in uh, Cali, killing it. He actually just released. Yeah, he just published um, his first book. It's called Red Cup uh, Games. So, um, yeah, I got to get that book. It's all on Amazon. Check him out. That's my dude, Triple D. You can hear him on Wendy's 
uh, voiceover. Oh, he's the four 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 guy. He's the four 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 Wendy. <laughs> He's yeah. the biggie bag. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold you. Like bag when boys, they, bag boys. <laughs> yeah, like when they when they go and they change commercials after you've had a run like that. If I see you in the streets, we gonna yeah. have to have a conversation. I'm gonna have to approach you with my fofo fo voice. Like you can get this fofo. Like come on, like you 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 you're stealing my money, bro. Like your commercials ain't shit. Like we gang banging. On commercials, that's that's what it would be like. We sat tripping on commercials. I'd I'd have to talk to you. Yeah. So shout out to him. But yeah, you know, um, outside of that, you know, living my best. Uh, you know, spend a these piece is what you're saying. Pretty much decent piece for sure. Okay. What about yourself? How you feeling? How you living? I'm feeling great. You know, shout out uh to Family Matters. You know, I told you a uh, new background every week. You know, right. we, we also bald and wavy. You see it. The silver do rag might talk a little spicy uh on the pie because I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling rather uh you're feeling a little razzle dazzle. You getting a little I'm, yeah. I'm shining. That's what it is. I'm, I'm I'm feeling the shine from the silver. This is the Boward Woward, you know. Uh so shout out to his collection. Another Boward Woward piece. Got the tail out. Of course, you're gonna be rocking the tail out, bald and wavy all 2024. Again, like I said, shout out to Family Matters. Arguably one of the worst sitcoms in my adult life that wow. I've had the pleasure or displeasure of going back to rewatch. I told you, Boogie, we talking spicy. It's the Silver Durag. Um, just watch it as an adult. Go back and watch watch it as an adult, and it's just like, ugh. And I get why we enjoyed it as kids, but now it's just like, I don't understand how our parents even sat through this. Because I would have been like, yo, Steve is so goddamn annoying. You a cop, bro. You a cop. If you don't pistol whip this kid and get him the heck up out of here, it's like, what are we doing here? He's harassing your, your, your daughter. He's putting holes in your house, always blowing up stuff with his weird inventions. As an adult, I'm just like, no. Because I don't like my neighbors. I've been on record on this on this podcast by saying, I don't really like my neighbors. So if I had a neighbor that was as, as annoying as Stephen Q. Urkel, it'd be some problems. It would be some problems. Like, so very terrible show. Uh, outside of that, I'm doing good, Boogie. I'm doing good. You know what, Boogie? The Lions won yet again. The Lions win again, bitch. The Lions won again, bitch. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It yeah. has been red cup activities over here. You texted me during the game where like when the game ended. You I were like, did. Nate, how you feeling? Congrats. I and did. I'm like, buddy, I'm drunk. Champagne activities is going on over here. So you know, champagne activities. God, this man out here. We doing it. Let's pray for your liver <laughs> and them <laughs> and them kidneys. I hope them kidneys can flush out all that shit. So Man, I, I'm gonna say this much, Bugs. Um, it has been so much fun seeing all of the fellow Lions fans just cheering. We have not seen this type of yeah. winning it's been a while. Uh, for it's one. Been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> and we have not seen this type these types of celebrations in like forever. And I hate those people who are like, act like you've been here before. Nigga, we haven't. It's been like 31 yeah. years. So I let us have say. this. <laughs> like that's why I'm not really yeah, this. I'm I'm not I'm not really, you know, complaining. I'm gonna let y'all live. I, I get it. <laughs> I know how it felt. I know how it feels. So 
Like so, the the turn up is still going on. We have That's realized that we are one game away from the Super Bowl. So it's just like, God, I'm ca- I'm cashing in prayers. I was like, you know what, God, I know I need some other things, but let's hold off on those. Please let the lines. Nah, please nah, let the nah, lines. Don't do that. Get to the Super Bowl, Lord. Let them get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Not the Lord turning everybody down from Detroit and. <laughs> I hope not. About... I mean, the sky is Honolulu blue, so I hope God is not uh, going to to hate on us like this. But you're gonna he's be not. like Detroit. That's that's what y'all wish. <laughs> that's what y'all want. Detroit yes. to win to get in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yes, there are people literally in hospice on their deathbeds who are like, God, I would love an extra two three hours on this earth. But if you let the Lions get in. You could take one of them hours, you know. So uh, it is that serious to us here, Boogie. It is that serious. But uh outside of celebrating uh the Lions, I did make it to the gym today as well. I've been trying to, you know, uh eclipse goals there to keep okay. maintaining that. Um, so so it's cool. Um, I, I the only only thing that I hate though is being in the gym, especially like a planet fitness type of gym. It's always people that I feel like, you know, you have a body odor and you, you, you're you not trying to do anything to like tackle those odors when you're in the gym. And I get nah, it. We, we're, we're not about to do this. We're we, all in we're here not sweating. About to do this. I told you, Boogie, we're talking a little spicy. The dude, we're the do-rag, make we're, talk we're, a little spicy. We're not about to do this. All I'm going to say is. Some people should put on deodorant before they go to the gym. That's all I'm gonna say. Just, just, just help us all out. We're all in here sweating. We're all in here. There's, there's some smells, but some people's smells are are smelling a little bit more than others. So just, just do us all a favor and just, just right. I God, mean, but that's what you, that's what you get. That's what you get when you decide to work out in these open space. <laughs> free form as gyms you have to take for what what can happen these variables are things that you cannot control so let let me drop this this extra this is a tidbit i didn't i I left out there boogie i got a mask on when i'm in the gym so i shouldn't be smelling your smells through my mask you know i shouldn't and i got gum so i know it's not the breath i'm like it's not me and i'm like i have deodorant on because i'm in here and i'm like so i'm looking to the left to the right and i'm like you stink <laughs> and it's it's like and it's not like it's this is not workout stink this is like you dirty and <laughs> you need to like just hop in the tub before you come and work out like just just come on, like just, just, just help all of us. Because again, I got a mask on. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be smelling through the mask. But you know, neither here nor there. It has been a pretty solid week. I know I talked, um, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago on, on this lovely pod that you know some some of the the strains of weed that uh, that I might dabble in. Sure. You know, they 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 be they be weeding. You know, yeah. I, I recently figured they, out skyscrapers. They weed out. Yeah, they weed. <laughs> I recently figured out skyscrapers. It just dawned on me. You know, and the other day I was like, you got you to gotta switch it up, bro. Because these, mm-hmm. these strains is like really just like beating your ass for lack of a better word. Yeah, they shouldn't be taking you down. <laughs> they shouldn't be taking you down. They shouldn't be trying to take you down. The other day, Boogie, I was like, you know what? 
I want to make like a grilled cheese burger. Shout out to Five Guys. So I was like, you know what? We have all the supplies here. There's no Five Guys around. So getting here, could you shout out? You got me? Five Guys at the house, okay? <laughs> exactly. So I'm in here chefing it up. And I'm like, you know what? I want cheddar on one. And I'm going to do, you know, a little uh, pepper jack on the ah, other. Variety. Okay. Exactly. You know, it's the spice of life, Boogie. I like to have multiple different cheeses in the house. You never know yeah, what, what you feel it. Um, so as I'm on different versions, yeah. As I'm partaking in this this burger, you know, I'm seasoning, you're doing everything you're supposed to do, and I'm like, why the hell is this burger so goddamn spicy? And I'm like, did I spill like pepper, like a whole bunch on here? I was, I couldn't have put that much. Sometimes I have been known to be heavy handed with the pepper, but I was like. This thing is, is a little bit more robust on the taste buds. That little dangly <laughs> thing. That little in the back tinge. Of the... a little... <laughs> <laughs> that little dangly thing in the back of my throat was like, Ugh. like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's yeah. a little hot. And I couldn't, I could not, I was like, what is going on? And like halfway through this burger, it dawned on me. I was like, wait, wait, pepper wait. Jack. halfway through the burger. So yes. you continued <laughs> on with the spice. You didn't take a bite and then try to really understand where it might've come from. You continued on. So yeah, you're right. So after the, the first bite, I was sure. like, this is good. You know, you, you really season this thing, boy. Sure. Then second bite, I was like, oh, it's a little hot. Like what's going mm. on here? Mm-hmm. And as you know, I, I kept going, I proceeded, mm-hmm. and halfway through the light bulb dawned on me, and I was like, bro, you pepper put pepper jack. jack on this burger. And I was like, you know what, bro? You just, you know, somebody's strange. You just gotta switch it up. So I'm I'm like, you know what? I'm looking to switch it up because I'm having I'm having too many of these epiphanies. Not <laughs> you forgetting about putting the pepper jack on a burger. I did. So I don't know if that's I mean. Shout out to the to the weed makers though, because I mean, you one might say that's the y'all got some good stuff, that's a good product, but also you shouldn't be forgetting. <laughs> it was literally like within a, a five minute window here, and I was I was Whoa. so stumped. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> what am I missing?" <laughs> I was retracing my steps here, and I was like, "Okay, the salt, garlic powder." I was like, "We." pepper and i was like why is it so spicy and then i was like oh this white cheese that has little fragments of peppers in here the pepper jack that's what it was Uh, (laughs) so needless to say i am looking to find (laughs) some strains that aren't going to make me uh, wig out like that you know um it's time for the grinding of the gears Normally, I wouldn't have one because we're we're still so so fresh into the new year. But sure. the gears have been grinding. You know what really grinds my gears? And uh, you know, first things first, it grinds my gears. Uh, Uber Eats. You know, everyone uses them. Everyone, Uber Eats, DoorDash. Uh, what's the one on the bike? Uh, the Postmates. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you use some form mm-hmm. of a delivery service, and sometimes mm-hmm. they deliver your food to the wrong address but at mm-hmm. least they try they at least try to be like they'll try to call you they'll send you a text they will at least be like i don't know if i'm at the right place can you direct me not this person not this person at all they <clears throat> stole my food they didn't even they didn't even they didn't even drop it off because the picture that they sent it was so blurry it's like i know you're in the neighborhood 
but I don't know where you dropped my bag off. And I walked to like, okay, let me walk to the left, to the right. And I was like, you know what? I am a, a, a rather large black dude walking in the middle of the night. So let me not go up onto people's porches. Cause I, I'm not trying to, you know, I ain't trying to get shot, but I'm like, where's my food? And I'm doing deductive research and everything. And I'm just like, you got me. You got me. You got my Popeyes. And I, I, I was I was so irritated, Boogie. I was so, so irritated because I had to end up leaving the house to go back to Popeyes to get my order. All because someone got me. Do better, drivers. Like, do better. I even, Boogie, you know what? I even left the porch light on, put a little tray out for the no contact delivery. It's like, you can set the food right here on the tray so it's not on the ground or anything. I try to make it easy on the drivers. Sometimes I even go out there to try to meet them. So, like, you know, you got to get out your car. Like, you know that text message where they send out where they're like, yeah, I'm downstairs. And they're like, but this is DoorDash. You should deliver to me. I do the opposite. I meet you in the driveway sometimes. Like, I'm, I'm helping you out. And you stole my food. So, you know, that's 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 my grinding. But I got a twofer, though. I got a twofer. Twofer. I wasn't going to do this one. But today, there have been a few Ohio State fans that have been in my DMs. And it's just like, a lot of y'all know the rivalry between Michigan and, and the Ohio State. And at this point, we've beat them three years in a row. We won the Natty. You know, so it's like there's really no competition at this point. They recently just just grabbed a whole bunch of players from Alabama so they could stay competitive okay. after Dick Saban left. They're in my DMs. Oh, Harbaugh's going to the NFL. Harbaugh's going to the Chargers. Look, we don't care. We don't care. We will be okay. We're going to get a good coach in here. We still got our defense coming back. We still beat y'all three years in a row. We still won the ship this year. We don't care. Stay out my DMs. I can't wait to see y'all next year in Columbus because we're going to beat y'all again. Stay out my DMs. I live for the Ohio State-Michigan banter boogie. I love it. I love it. But we're going to talk spicy because the tail's out on the do-rag. Down my DMs, fuck eyes. <laughs> Not gonna even touch that. <laughs> oh man. For those of you who are new to the pod, we like to uh do something where we like to tip the hat to folks who are doing good things in the community or tip the tail on the do-rag. So <laughs> let's get to it. I'm tipping my hat. Who you got, Boogs? My tipping on my hat will um is actually going to uh, this is an old story, but it has developed a resurgence, if you will, after I believe her father went on socials, um, as well as uh, this young lady decided to to get on TikTok as well. But a 16-year-old Shania Shakura Muhammad is the youngest full-time salaried teacher in the U.S. Uh, she also holds three degrees now shania and i hope i'm pronouncing your name correctly shania is a oklahoma teacher number one so that makes sense to why uh <clears throat> she is teaching right now because oklahoma is out here down in the dumps but i hear <laughs> i hear oklahoma i do hear oklahoma is uh <laughs> 
it's building up. It's it's becoming a, a scene, a lively, fully, you know, vested city. So shout out to Oklahoma City and Oklahoma in general. Um, uh, but yeah, she went on uh, the Jennifer Hudson's show. She explained that, yes, I am very smart and I chose to be a teacher. Uh, anytime everyone uh, tells me how, how old I am, I have to remind them. I am 16 years old. Um, Parent-teacher conferences are are uh, are a little strange, but got to be a doozy. Yeah, but it's just what what my job entails. So shout out to her <laughs> for graduating with two associate's degrees, um, as well as a, a bachelor's from Langston University. Legend. Um, yeah, and she she graduated at 15 in 2023. So. She, I mean, she's, I mean, black women are black women, but this is, this is crazy. And she, I just want to shout out, like she gained over a hundred combined hours of professional development. So on-site student teacher training. So she is a fully vested, well-rounded teacher. So she knows what she's doing. So shout out to her doing amazing things. I hope she doesn't get burnt out um, from them kids. <laughs> too soon. Man, because you're still but, a kid. <laughs> It's right, like, being a kid and burnt out from kids is wild. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's 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 dope. I'm de- I just I hope that and I'm sure her parents um are doing things to make sure her mental of clarity course. uh stays where it should be. I hope that the other teachers and the parents aren't trying to talk slick because you know how parents are like, my baby couldn't be up there acting bad. I'm gonna go up there and whoop teacher's ass. Imagine going up there trying to fight a teacher and you find out it's a 16 year old. Like, like right. come on. So definitely kudos to her. And it was a lot of weird comments in there. It was like, what happens if she tries to date the, the students? It's I'm sure there's some type of teacher conduct that <sighs> they sign. Guys, and she's smart. still 16. Like, come right. on. Right. Let's be smart, guys. Even so, she's way smarter than the adult. Te- I mean, the adult teachers that are out here who are smashing kids. I don't think she'd be doing that. Like, come on, give her give her more credit than that, guys. And I, I also feel like, you know, just to jump on and add uh my little tidbit my two cents i also feel like she is probably well beyond and out of any 16 year old guys or persons league so she ain't worried about dating no way she 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 is focused she ain't checking (laughs) she is focused on her career which you should damn well do so "Uh -uh, jerome you don't even know your multiplication tables (laughs) it's like (laughs) <sighs> that's that's like you shooting your shot at your teacher who's the same age as you and then she fucking embarrasses you because you can't read well it's like <sighs> i've seen your homework <laughs> no. yeah you don't want to smoke and i don't <laughs> think that's happening so let us- oh man uh i am going to uh tip my hat to uh, the owners of Eastside Golf. Uh, they are Morehouse alums who secured a $3.4 million funding uh, for their black-owned golf brand. Okay. Well, y'all know I do love golf. Uh, my golf clubs are in the closet. I can't okay. wait to break those joints out, hit the range, so I won't be shagging some balls uh, into the water okay. um, this season. Um, let me see here. It says they were established... In 2019, uh, Elijah Wan, uh, Janku, and Earl Cooper 
the brand witness and impressed their 600% year-over-year growth over the last two years, okay. expanding its team from two to 16 individuals. Nice. They also have their gear showing up in shops uh, across the country. They've had a partnership with PGA Golf. Uh, recently, they announced that their clothing is going to be in the PGA store in the Detroit airport, I think the ATL airport, and another airport, excuse me, another airport, um so definitely shout out to those brothers uh who are changing the landscape of, of golf attire yeah and making it more stylish for for brothers to be out there so shout agreed out to them. shout out to them about time because uh i again i know a lot of people are like if it ain't broke you know why fix it and there are so many other golfing brands out there that are like well let's just do what they do but <laughs> but shorten the the sleeve or whatnot but nah they're they're changing the game and shout out to them i mean the gear is dope even if you don't golf i mean that is just it's a dope hoodie it's a that's a dope emblem just to put on like yo brother with a chain swinging a golf club it's gonna be mad niggas wearing that so like i think it's dope i the like new it. polo man so shout out to uh, shout out to them and shout out to uh, Shakira Bahamut. Let's get to uh, this first ad, and we'll be right back. Yep. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection, and the one that I get the most compliments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all, black watches they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product I gotta tell you, from the watch face all the way down to to the band made of genuine leather i know it's genuine but i like seeing genuine they really have outdone themselves so fellas ladies if you're looking to upgrade your watch style definitely check out the good folks over there at black watches they black owned you know you want to support a black owned watch company and because you know they rocking with the podcast they you know Hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They'll give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com. And make sure you use that promo code, late night, WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. All right, first off, our news you can or can't use. Gen Zers, Gen Z job seekers are bringing their parents on the interviews. Employers are saying they are unprepared. Surprise, surprise. Um, this is this is so funny because I never would have thought to do anything like this. Since helicopter parenting has reached a new level, employers are going above and beyond to not hire recent college graduates in favor of older workers, a new survey found. It says, I hate when articles just don't give you the whole article. You got to click, read more on all this. Give me the article. It says the survey uncovered many reasons why older applicants are preferred, including that Gen Z job seekers are bringing their mom and dad to the interviews. In December, Intelligent Online Magazine focused on student life, surveyed 800 managers, directors, and executives involved in the hiring process. It found that 39% of employers actively avoided hiring recent college graduates for roles that they qualify for. Out of the 800 people surveyed, a startling one in five, 19% said a recent college graduate bought their parents with them to the job interview. 
It's crazy to me. Um, no need to really read more into this. You guys get what they're what they're saying here. These Gen Zers, they're soft. They're weak. They can't uh, do anything without their parents. <laughs> is is that what's happening? I feel like I also feel like this is a very very sketchy article right now. Like this study. This study doesn't seem like it was it, it it's it's giving really biased. So I don't think it's it's that controlled. Let's of, read uh, more into it, Buggy. Since you've you've brought up some good points here about it being biased. So it's fifty-three percent of employer surveys said recent college graduates struggle with eye contact. 50% said they asked for unreasonable compensation. 47% said they don't dress appropriately for interviews. Shout out to Monique. Uh, and 21% said they refused to turn their cameras on for virtual interviews. But Diane Gayeski, a professor of strategic communications at Ithaca College, suggested that these behaviors aren't entirely their fault. A lot of it is circumstantial. Let's go on. Employers need to recognize that due to the COVID-19 pandemic, young people graduating from college had more than two years of disruption yep. in their education as well as their social and professional development. Gayeski said in the report, current seniors were in their freshman year at the height of COVID. They likely took classes online and are unable to participate in clubs, internships, or summer jobs. Additionally, 63% of those involved in hiring claim that recent college grads can't manage their workload. 61% said they are frequently late to work. 59% claim they often miss deadlines. It also says, God damn pop-ups. Um, it says here 59% uh, miss deadlines. 53% they are frequently uh, late for meetings. Employers aren't exactly fans of Gen Z's attitudes either. 58% said Gen Z job seekers get offended too easily, are unprepared for the workplace in general. 63% said they're entitled. 57% believe they lack professionalism. 55% said they don't respond well to constructive feedback. 52% claim they have poor communication skills. <clears throat> And the other surveyed said 47% admitted they had fired a recent college graduate. Meanwhile, employers are pursuing great lists to avoid hiring recent grads, including offering more benefits to older employees by 60%. Paying salaries to older employees is increased by 59% of higher salaries, allowing older workers to, to work remotely or in hybrid uh, environments. 48% are hiring older employees for roles that they are overqualified for. Total sum that up. Y'all are soft. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Gen Zers are really shaking the table in the workforce for real. Just because we're not trying to work harder for 30 years for the us peanuts. to get. Right, for a 5%, 4%, 3% increase in salary. Yeah, these mofos are, are like, all right, I came out of college from jump. You told me that I need to take this, I get need to get this degree. I wear my paper. Like, <laughs> I, I also just feel like it just goes to show 
we need to start focusing on living wages right now. Like, that's what it comes down to. Gen Z was like, all right, so I'm no longer getting help from my parents. Uh, how do y'all survive right how did how did y'all survive with minimum wage is that seven dollars nine dollars or whatever it is what you depending on the city and the state like how are people functioning and you know it starts to dawn on people like your parents was doing a lot You know how we survive? Sure, wit, grit, and determination. <laughs> Unlike you softies, we walk to school three miles oh, both God. ways because we, we are hard. There we go. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the article? I agree to a certain extent with the snowflakes, okay? Sure, sure, sure. I, I, I agree that, yes, wages do need to come up because let's be real. They don't want to pay you more, but yet everything else is steady rising. So you have to be competitive with inflation. Let's be real out here. Some states are paying the bare, bare bones minimum for uh, minimum wage, even just basic salaries. It is just like, wow, how are people living off this? It's like, shout out to lottery ticket. I can't eat, nigga. It's literally like that. That's how I feel. Gen Zers are. I feel a lot of people feel that way. I felt that way when I graduated from college. It was literally like you need to have 10 years of experience. And it's like, how the hell do I get the experience if you don't give me a job? And the only job that will give you the experience, I worked at the RAC. Shout out to the RAC. Uh, The RAC. Didn't give me any experience for for any of the jobs that I want to actually do. So you're going to be so far pigeonholed. You're going to be in a call center. You're going to work some customer service job. And that pushes you further and further away from your goals, from your dreams. When you could literally pay people more. You could literally not make the requirement so hard. I understand that you want people who are skilled in the jobs, but let's be real. Some of these jobs you don't need five, 10 years of experience for. A lot of y'all had internships and you got the job. So why can't it be that simple for these other kids who are coming out? Granted, if you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, some of those jobs, you need to go to school. You need to have the experience because you can't operate on me if you just got out of med school like i'm sorry like i need someone who's a professional here and why would you want to operate on somebody if you just got <laughs> out and you're like oh i don't know if i got enough hours that's why they give you those two out those two years of residency and all that you know all that exactly. good stuff yeah and so so i i get it i i do understand the dilemma now the part where i do disagree it's like, so what? So you were in the pandemic for two years. We all were in the pandemic. Yeah. That doesn't mean you should not know how to keep eye contact with someone. What were you doing before that? Before the pandemic? You just walk around here not keeping eye contact with people? Like, there's some excuses that are being made here. Like, I would never think to bring my mom or dad on an interview. Maybe That's I should have. Maybe I probably would have got, got way more of these jobs that I applied for. But no one thinks about that because... If I see you coming in here with your mom or your dad, okay, so is your mom and dad going to hop on these calls with you too? Is your mom and dad going to be in this meeting? Is your mom and dad going to wipe your ass in the bathroom when you take a break? Is your mom and dad going to lunch with you? I'm thinking about all these things here. It's like at some point in time, you have to cut the cord. You might still be on your parents' insurance, but your mom and daddy shouldn't be coming to work with you every day. Like that's not how that works. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I, you know, obviously was a little jokey joke. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We joke. jokester about it, but I do feel like there is, there's, uh, there, there has been a change in mm-hmm. the the workforce for the good, and this yeah. sensitivity, it can't take criticism. I'm gonna need to, I, I call BS because I feel like That's a slippery slope. Right, because I feel like criticism back then. Oh yeah, <laughs> was a little. If this was documented and sent to HR, people would be like, "Yeah, this ain't criticism, my man. I'm gonna need you to go right ahead. <laughs> this ain't constructive criticism at all." That's one of those things where it's also like, if I can't take constructive criticism, you also can't take it because exactly. for you to say that, that means they exactly. checked you on something. So it's just like y'all are out here doing trying to pull the okie doke on people and they're like, we're not gonna stand for it. Employers hate when you one, I'm gonna say this Gen Z, read the handbook. Read the handbook. Every job that I have been in, they have always wanted to fire me because I have read the handbook and I've been like, No, you can't get me for that. <laughs> per article section, yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. And they'll be like, God damn he's good because a lot of people don't read those handbooks so they can say anything to get you up out of here and it's like you got to work to fire me my boy (laughs) like and they hated that my last employer i worked at AT at&t they hated they was like we know you hate this job we know you're a stand-up we know you're you're never here or as long as you're calling off for shows quit and i'm like no i'm not quitting because it's a paycheck i get insurance fire me exactly but they wouldn't fire me because they're like you you're getting hundreds on every survey you're passing and i was like for someone who hates this job we would think that you would your numbers would suck and i was like i hate this job i hate it i'm the type of person where if i hate something and i know you're trying to get me out i'm gonna thumb my nose up at you that much more as like <laughs> you're not gonna get me you're not gonna get me that way <laughs> and once they figure that out they're like let's just leave nate alone because nate's a different breed he actually comes in here and wants to annoy us and annoy the customers and he gets great surveys i was like and you can't get rid of me hey so man we gotta be smarter yeah just be a little bit smarter think smarter not harder like we out here i understand I, there is a thing of paying your dues you yes. have to pay <laughs> your dues for sure so at what cost you got to take your time with that that's up to you i think it's subject it's base by base case by case i think if i'm the gen z or whatever and i i've read this article and i already know the apprehension that employers have when it comes to hiring people from my generation one i'm not going to bring my mom and dad here i'm not going to do that because i feel like that's already disqualifying you now the other stuff they can work around you having a bad jobs hire people with bad attitudes all the time have you ever flown on spirit? Everybody has a bad attitude there. So it's like, that's part of the job requirement. You have a bad attitude? Yeah, well, you hire. So it's just like most jobs, are, you can get past all that. If you can BS your way through the interview, get the job and then show them your attitude. Then show your ass. Then show them why they hate to hire Gen Z's. But you got to get the job first. You got to get in the building before you show your ass. Don't show what your mom and dad. Bring your mom and dad after you get hired. Like, who is this? Oh, that's my dad. He going to pull up right beside me and take these calls with me. Do it then. (laughs) I'm just saying, you got to be a little bit smarter about how you go about it. I'm all for you getting more money. I'm all for that. 
but some of this stuff come on eye contact like these are general things that it's just like y'all really shouldn't have to be coached for these things like shaking someone's hand with a firm handshake like showing up on time like come on bro set your alarm like these are these are literally small things that it's just like y'all not getting hired for the dumbest stuff like cut it out just just do better or go or go make your own business be an entrepreneur you can do that too I mean, if you live with mommy and daddy and mommy and daddy are going to the interviews with you, you might as well be like, hey, my dad, how about putting like 100K into this business? You know, because I guarantee if your mom and dad, this is only, I feel like this is only a select few people. If your mom and dad are going on the interviews with you, you, I'm sure you got to, you got to trust fund. You got to trust fund. Because there's certain kids out here whose parents ain't going on those interviews with you. Boy, you better get their own time. You better you better have your resume printed. Those parents, it's if we're talking about two different uh yeah. lifestyles. Th- these here. are d- these definitely are different categories of kids and parents for sure. So it's just like just do better, y'all. Just 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 do better. Maybe the workforce ain't for you. Like Boogie said, go be an entrepreneur. Go do that. Yeah. Let's get to uh this next ad. Hey y'all, we're gonna take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. They need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess, okay? They also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right. Pieces like earrings, that's what I have on now, here, right here, necklaces, purses, rings, just to name a few, okay? Right now, our subscribers, our listeners, our watchers, you, 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 you can get 20% off when you use the code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Go on over to their IG. It's Rose Vogue Styling, at Rose Vogue Styling. Um, easy. Everybody knows that, okay? Let Rose Vogue Styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow. Style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. Support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. Topic number two was pretty funny, and it was kind of kicked off with this video of would you rather date out of your league or someone who's below below average? Boogie, let's uh, roll the beautiful bean footage. Let's, if this thing will actually let me play it. There we go. Would you rather date someone out of your league or below your league? Oh, my God. Out of my league, for sure. I got to shoot high. Always shoot high. I guarantee every guy says this, by the way. Every guy wants someone out of their league. Um, Below my league. I think out of my league, um, you feel very insecure the whole time and just think that you're not good enough. Oh, out of your league. Definitely. I'm, I'm the winner in that scenario. League. Door. Below. 100%. <laughs> really? Why? I don't know. My mom just always said that, like... You should just have, like, it's just better to know that, like, you're secure and, like, you just love them. But, like, my boyfriend now, it's, like, he's just the best. And, like, he's ugly. we're just equals. <laughs> love it. Ugly. Good save. Out of my league. You said sure. whatever. Yeah, I can handle that. It's all good. Out of my league. I told you all the guys are going to say this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, this is funny. I'm gonna let you go first, Bookie. <laughs> I, I'm always, I'm always, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm always surprised when, when we get these like viral conversations, debates, and people hear regular folk responses, and they <laughs> they are like word get out of here you don't say regular (laughs) if you look at if you just take your own life as the case especially for women just take just let's use let's use the ladies as an example okay ladies i want you to look back at all the the men (laughs) Or people, I'm going to say men, I'm going to say men, or just hetero, whatever, relationships. And just, just, just write it, you know, you can write it down or just mentally take a note of how many guys that you've had, (laughs) excuse me, that you've had, pardon me, that you've had, that you felt like you could have did way better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I bet you. Oh man, that number outweighs the number of men that you were like, man, this guy's out of my league. <laughs> I, I, I think I can agree with you on that one, Boogie, because there are times where you will see the ugliest nigga walking around with a baddie, and it's like, That's how the mean. hell did you? How? 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 You, and you know why? Because we are nurturing accepting (laughs) we are very we are why are we so accepting of of men and of their traits more than men i I don't i don't understand that's the question because old girl said it she was like uh yeah my mom always said and my boyfriend he's just and I was like, yeah he's ugly so uh <laughs> she's definitely one of those ladies you're talking about um i think it's just in our dna we're shallow i mean y'all are shallow too but yeah. y'all are willing to overlook the shallow yeah. niggas will overlook the shallow if there's a couple contingencies when it comes to that I was okay. like, she got she ugly, but she got some money. So you will you will definitely be with an ugly chick if she's got some paper, especially if she's uh dropping some of that paper on you. Um, if you are say big boned or whatever, brothers will deal with that too. If you cute, mm. if you cute and big boned or whatever, it's like, eh, yeah, the face card is what got me here, or whatever. I don't know. I, I I can't answer why we're why we're so shallow. I just chalk it up to the to the um, the caveman theory. I, I just kind of chalk it up to that. It's just it's just in our DNA. Back to the unga bunga days. Like it's just that's just the way just the way we wired. It's like ooh, you know, you're always going to do that. Good looking woman, <laughs> even though the have. ugly woman, or not even ugly, even though the person who is not as good looking is the person who might genuinely be the best person for you you're always going to be like (laughs) look at how many niggas get caught up with these ig models probably the worst person ever not all i won't generalize but some of them are probably the worst people for you (sighs) and you will go out here and you will risk it all for said build a body ass chick like it just 
is it i was gonna say is it because of the appearance yeah is it is it because the appearance from or the perception i should say the perceived perception from your friends family and the public oh yeah that that men lean more towards a more idealistic (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah hell yeah you feel that much better like when you have a baddie on your arm and there's the thing the thing i want to know when it comes to it was very telling though the amount of dudes who were like out of my league that was very telling because i was always told like you should get someone who and this is this is what my grandfather told me this is terrible but it was like you should get someone who was like middle of the road fine like not too fine but not ugly either because it was like you don't want someone where every dude's gonna be trying to steal your lady but you also don't want someone where they like damn you got an ugly ass lady so it's like you want someone (laughs) who is like middle of the road fine and i'm like yeah, that's that's you probably shouldn't tell anyone that. But advice like that is what has gotten so many you, so many men in trouble because you hear that when you're like 16, 17 years old and you're like, where is the baddie? Where's the middle of the road? And it's like you really are out here eliminating great people or people who might be good. You just don't know because you're stuck on she got to be this. She got to be that. And it's like, yeah. She doesn't really have to because at the end of the day, when you really think about it, when you go home with that lady or you go home with that man, it's just a two of y'all. It is just a two of y'all. And if you can stand waking up next to them or whatever, if you love them, that's all that matters. Because your friends, go, you, how many people you fall out with? You're not even talking to half these people. So half the time, it doesn't matter. But with that being said, you still want a baddie, though. <laughs> <laughs> you still want somebody who is like, damn nephew i see you you know you you know that that there it is right there you need a damn i see you in order for you to justify okay boogie but even for y'all for even for y'all ladies you don't want people to be like here comes adrian and the toad you don't want people to be like that you want it to be like damn they're a good looking couple like i see why they're together like she looks good he looks good and even though there's levels to the fineness to where you're like, they're both good looking people, but obviously she looks better than him. In no way, shape, or form or fashion should the man ever look better than the woman. That should never be that case. So you still should shoot like, if you yourself, if you're an eight, if you a brother and you're an eight, then you should at least be dating eight and a half and higher. You know, mm-hmm. you might you might go down there and be like, okay, she's a six and a half, maybe even a seven and a half, because you can prop, like you said, Boogie, you like to mold people sometimes, ladies. You like to nurture. You can prop people up based on your fineness. True. But still, the lady should always be the finest person in the room. So you kind of got to you got to match those levels. You got to match. I um. I'm always weary of a couple that's too damn good looking. Oh yeah, for both. Gonna have ugly kids. Both. Yeah, gonna have I, ugly kids. I yeah, I, I've seen a handful of great looking couples, but I've also seen <clears throat> I've also seen a handful of. God damn y'all! Y'all fine as hell. <laughs> like why are y'all both fine Man. as hell? It'd be some what pretty am I missing? ass Something... people. 
Yeah. And I'm like, what am I missing? Something must be off. Like, and also that is, I, I don't know why that is like ingrained in our head where we need to find the default. Like where, where's the <laughs> issue? <laughs> like, why I can't feel like be? If it's two, two super pretty people together, she got bad feet. He has mm. bad feet. You got bad breath. You either have anger. There's some, there, there's, because you're right, there's that one flaw. Because you're not just like drop dead gorgeous. It is something about you. We might not be able to see it, but y'all know it's like, oh, I got plantar fasciitis or whatever. Right. It's always <laughs> something that's like that. So, but it's just like, I feel like if I'm an overly gorgeous person, and I, I think I'm decent, I ever, you should, everyone should think. You, if you're out here like I'm ugly, then you got some self esteem issues. That you should, everyone should, you should think that you are fine, but also your level of fine should still come with non delusional uh thoughts. Okay, you shouldn't be delusion, delusion with your fineness. Agreed. Because I talked to you about this earlier and I was like, what is the league? Because if, if I'm a bench player, I'm still in the league and I can still get someone who might be the LeBron James or whatever, but I'm still in the league. So it's like, if she's the LeBron Jameses of chicks and I'm the last guy on the bench, I still have a toe that in, in the water. It's like, you might You mean skill-wise LeBron James and not look-wise LeBron James. Of course, of course. Because <laughs> if she looks like LeBron James, brother, what are we doing here? Like, you knew, <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm just saying, like, if you're, if you're that level and I'm the last guy on the bench, you're still in the league. Like, I am still a professional athlete. Now, if... I am the last guy on the bench and you are not even you are walk on in college. Yeah. It's not the same league, not even the same league. Like the, that's where you have to, you have to have a, a conversation with yourself and really be like, okay, before I shoot my shot, I got to make a calculated decision. Mm -hmm. Is this person, is this remotely even going to happen? And I think mm -hmm. people don't do that. I think people are just shooting from the parking lot. It is literally like, you fine, I like you. Let me see if I qualify. And it's like, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. not going to get in the game. Yeah, self-awareness is a very, is it can be missed um, with, with people. Like, I understand you have to be delusional to a certain degree, but not, not to where you think <laughs> you are tens when... <laughs> You Man, know. you a six. I feel like the ladies kept it way more honest in that. Because even the one lady was like, I might be insecure if he was super good looking. I get that. And it, it, it's just like, if you're a good looking woman, but not to the good looking as the pretty as some of these dudes are, I can mm. see where you might have those insecurities. The ladies kept it way more real. And I also, it was telling to those dudes, none of them have ever had a baddie. None of them have that's ever what, had a baddie. I mean, that's what it come down to. Because all of them kept saying, out of my league, out of my league, out of my league. And it's like, bro, you do know that when you get those women who are out of your league. You know what it right, what that takes. <laughs> exactly. That comes with a, a level of stress that a lot of people are not prepared for. Whether it's 
the upkeep, uh, whether it is the other people who are looking and shooting, they shot because they might have a little bit more juice than you. Hey, my, hey, my guy, what you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, bro. <laughs> She Do you me. not see me right here? <laughs> I got a lot of hey big dog. That's you. When I was in college for the the couple, it was like one or two baddies. Even myself, I was like, wow, what are you doing talking to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you recognize it, Boogie. You recognize it as a mid-level good-looking dude. Yeah. You're out here, and you just like you know, you know who you can attain. You know what your level is. And the second you step a toe to the upper echelon, you were like, have I arrived? Yeah. And it's like, do I, I belong have, here? Right. I'm not going to lie. I've had a, a nice little aside from a couple people. And they was like, hey, my man, <laughs> you can do so much better than what you're doing right now. What What's really Wait, wait, wait. When, when you was out here dating? Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So you was out here. You pulled. You pulled you uh, a BDB, right? What they say is the the big dick ballers. You know the the you you pulled one of those brothers, right? And they was like, "Yo, my guy, she's not up to par." Is that no, what you're no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Somebody I was like, pulled, wait a minute. No, no, no. Somebody pulled me and was like, "Oh, this nigga's ugly. I don't know what blinders <laughs> that you have on." Well, okay. So, okay. Here's my theory when it comes to pretty women with ugly dudes. I love them. Money. You, it's love, and it could be just love. Okay, there's that. <laughs> I mean, but it's... Uh, uh, but it's not. It's not most of the time. Most of the time, it's exactly. Not it's not most that. of the time, if you're a fine woman with an ugly dude, they're a BDB. They are the big dick ballers. Cause they be saying the ugly niggas be putting in work. Cause you have to, you gotta you stay there. You, you gotta stay there. You, That's you why they to. say like the what are the hobos? What do they call the hobosexuals? The niggas who don't have jobs and be sleeping on the couch. They have to put in work. Yeah. To stay in the house. That's so that right. that's I've said it myself, and I know I know it's some hating. I know it's putting salt on the game. But I've been like, how the hell this ugly ass nigga care? I was like, he must be be tonguing her down. Like he hitting her with the, the tongue master 3000 because there's no way that you, sir, should be able to pull someone like that. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, no, no, no. It ain't. I ain't never got it the other way. Like, hey, my man. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. I thought no, you no, was no. like, no, no, no. I was no, like, no. whoa. Like, what kind of That's... even even in my trash days? Uh, because I was harsh back then. I was looking harsh <laughs> back in my college years or whatnot when I was trying to figure out whether or not you know I was I had the potential to explore and blossom to what I am right now. <laughs> but back even back then, he was like, all right, okay. I see you. I see you. Let me ask you this question, though. So when said person pulled you to the side and was like, yo, you were the troll. I, what did that do to your ego? Like, does that does that make you be like, do I have blinders on? Is it like, is this nigga really ugly? Or I did you know check, he was I ugly? had to check, bro. I was like, first off, he wasn't ugly, number one. Okay. He was just, you know, of a heavier set. Oh, okay. He, he like me, chubby brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he... Uh, yeah, he was of a heavier set, but like catchy strays. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, y'all need to chill. Also, it was just hating. That's all it was. It was hating and trying to see. You know, saying that. You know that it, those in those little nothings, those little sayings. Yeah. You know, in in women's ears, 
does nothing for your cause, <laughs> you know? Like, it you doesn't mackin', add bro. any value. Yeah, you, you dirty macking. Like, you shouldn't do it like that. And you know what? It's one of those things. I had this conversation the other day. No one thinks that big brothers, even big women, should ever have anyone that's good looking. That makes no, no sense. No one thinks that. They're always like, you should just get the scraps. Oh, you fat. How could you ever pull someone that looks like that? How could you ever? All you do is eat. They always think that you just eat, 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 and eat. Or you're not cute at all. You just you ain't got no game. You can't pull nobody. And it's just like, maybe I'm funny. Maybe I got a good personality. Yeah, I got I got two chins, but but I'm funny, you know. Maybe maybe she likes the personality. You know, people don't ever look at it. And like also, that. chill the fuck out. Like I I like a little squeezing. I like a little little loving. You skinny love. boogie. You you need the warmth. So you skinny. You gotta have something to grab on to. I get it. I understand. Stop it. Stop hating on the <laughs> on the heavier set people, man. Let them live. They lovely. Hey, quiet is kept. You know, big brothers will take you down. Big sisters will also do the same thing as well. People be playing. People play them games. You but, come over, get you a nice yeah. little meal, and you get took down. I, and and all these lies saying that they're not getting caught up with heavier or just more lovelier, more uh, cushion for the pushing <laughs> is a lie. Because guess what? America in general is heavier than we've ever yeah. been. So stop it. Stop with the <laughs> lies, y'all. Stop it. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you go go just take a drive through the Midwest. Just drive through Detroit. Stop in Chicago. Go to Cleveland. Hit all these Midwest cities. Most people are big as hell. You know, it's just the way it is. There's you're levels to, to the bigness. Yeah, y'all not about to. Y'all not about to do that. Stop. <laughs> it's funny though, like, cause I know. <laughs> I know some big girls that be getting it in. Like, niggas be stay knocking on their doors. Same thing with big brothers. So it's it's a a misconception that you just at home lonely. And it's like, no, they they be getting their action. Like, chill out. Like I'm taking a break. That's what they doing at home. (laughs) (laughs) This is peak big guy, big girl season. You know, these winter months, like, we get a lot of work in during these months. So, y'all out here getting it in. You booked, booked and busy. <laughs> but do better though, fellas. Do better. You know what I did want to know though? What I would have loved to have seen more black people. I would have loved to have seen mm. more black women giving their take because you know the all y'all want is ballers. Black women don't ever want to struggle. I would love to have heard what black women have said, even the brothers. Because, you know, sometimes brothers we can be a little delusional on some of these podcasts and things. So I would have loved to have heard. Um, always date. Uh, black women always date out of your league. Come on. <laughs> that seems to be the trend that's going around online. Uh, that's what they say. Um, let's keep things rolling, rolling, rolling. It's time for one of my favorite segments. Because niggas be out here tripping. I Boogie, who you got for uh, Y'all Niggas Tripping this week? My Y'all Niggas is Tripping is going out to this wonderful poster that I have here for those that are listening. I have a poster of the up-and-coming Las Vegas Lovers and Friends. Lovers I believe I believe Ursher, if I'm not mistaken, posted this on his, mm-hmm. uh, on his socials. And ladies and gentlemen, there are an insane <laughs> amount of artists. The way you said that sound like uh, J. 
Cassie, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a insane amount of artists listed on this poster. Now, I understand it's a festival. That means they have the opportunity to gain and have all these artists, but yep. it's hard for me to really take this seriously. And um, a couple days ago, after, I believe, uh, after they posted this, um, Mary J. Blige came out and said, made it very public, hey guys, I don't know what poster, if this is the right poster or not, but my name is listed on that poster and I am not going or performing. <laughs> In other words, the check didn't clear for Mary. <laughs> yeah. At this, at, at this concert, said concert. Now this is, this is my problem. First of all, okay. uh, I'm trying to think when the last time I only been to a handful of festivals all my life and I probably will never do that again, just being honest. <laughs> uh, but guys, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is too much for a, a, a crowd of people or just for one person to handle this is sensory overload yeah, how are you expected to, to to see anybody's full performance if there's another full performance <laughs> <laughs> happening <laughs> on the side on the other stage I don't like these festivals <laughs> I get it. I understand. And they charge an arm and a leg for you to have this opportunity to see all your favorite artists on on one one night or a weekend or whatever. But it is unrealistic for you to really enjoy a, a festival when you have multiple performances <laughs> happening at the same time. This is crazy. This has got to stop. You know, um, as you were talking, I was like, how many days is this? And I looked, and it's one day. One day, this guys. on May 4th. And I agree with you, Boogie. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, how are you going to, uh, sensory overload, someone's going to, uh, knock on wood, not get trampled, hopefully. Because uh, there's, there's just no way that you can, I don't know, it's just not physically possible. Maybe a weekend, that's more understandable. But one day, what time was it starting? Like six in the morning? Like, because how? And there's going to be multiple stages. So is it going to be like an octagon? It's like stage, stage, I, stage, I like stage, stage, stage. Like, that's a lot of people. That's a whole lot of people. Maybe, maybe like six artists, you know? I don't know. That's just, that's just a lot of people. This reminds me of those comedy shows where oh, you yeah. see like, Oh, yeah. 20 headliners on one show and it's like at the airy crown and it's like this is a marathon bro like after you done seen the person you want to see you're going to leave like ain't nobody sitting through all this i do a better job of that yeah and just to piggyback on what mary j blige posted um granted we don't know if this is if this is the actual case i'm just speculating right now but if the check didn't clear you should not be putting anybody's name mm -hmm. on a poster. I need final dates of when the money is accepted and then release the poster. Like, I, I can't. I can't. Need that 50% deposit, my boy. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> even so, that is still a lot of people. And granted, there's a lot of artists on there. 
all very talented, had a lot of bops. But do we really need some of them on? There's some that can be taken up off here. Uh, some people yeah, only they, have like one song, yeah. like one hit song. So it's like, what are they going to do? Come out there and do that one hit? And that's it? Like, yeah, they, they got black, you know, BL. MIA. You've only yeah. been a feature. Been, Granted, yeah, the album that she put out, I was like, okay, it was a decent album. But if it ain't Paper Planes and what the song with T.I. in them, it's kind of like, you got to be a hardcore MIA fan. Some of these people, you have to be a hardcore fan to really want to sit there and be like, okay. this is tough. Yeah, it's tough. But uh, like, let's. Come on. Yeah, we can uh, we can improve festivals for sure, but I I, I couldn't tell you because I'm not I'm not going to another festival again. So <laughs> I've never actually been to one, and after hearing your stories and other people's horror stories, I'm I'm like I'm okay. I haven't been to a concert. It's been a while, and I'm kind of okay because I went. I've done the front rows and shows. I've done the floor seats and everything. And now it's just kind of like I'm over it. I might be that old wash nigga. There's no one that's really out here. That's blowing my skirt up enough to be like, I want to go see them live. There's just not anyone out there like that right now. Outside of Victoria Monet, I'm not really, I'm not really pressed. And it's, you know, it's a whole event. We we have to remember that when we go out, it's a whole event. And I'm not looking to be destroying my shoes because I gotta walk in these desert (laughs) fields. Plain uh, and yep. grounds, shipping bags, all that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. About. I'm not doing that just to see. I paid all this money just to see half or partial perform. Yeah, I'm not. That's not happening over here, buddy. And it also looks like some of the artists at these festivals don't even be giving they all. So I, why am I paying you all this money to see you go out there coked out and not even giving your full performance? Like, um, that's good. not. Yeah, that's not. That's not what's happening. I'm good. So y'all I'm niggas good. is tripping. Who you got for your niggas stripper? My niggas stripper is going to uh, FAMU, uh, their bowling coach, and their athletic department. Uh, Their top bowler, uh, Shamoria Johnson, recently posted on Instagram reel announcing her and her teammates were departing uh, midway through the season on December 1st due to differences Mm -hmm. with the first-year head coach, Capri Howard. Johnson said she and other teammates alerted Howard that they were unable to practice on december 4th to prioritize their studying after johnson's second correspondence with the coach she was dismissed from the team after this after the dismissal several of her teammates walked out with her and subsequently lost their scholarships Mm. the team has since been replaced fam you did put out a very vague statement Mm. and it was one of those statements that looked like y'all know y'all did wrong Mm-hmm. and y'all didn't have all the information and it looked like to me that there's going to be a very big lawsuit that is going to uh hit them um it's weird that we're always talking about student athletes student athlete they're the student first and sports athletics that comes second but when you actually have a student who was the best bowler on the team? Let, let's go ahead and let's just say that she was the best bowler on the team. Was like, and I read to the story. Normally, they are they're off campus or whatever. This was around like that Thanksgiving break going into uh, December. Normally, no one's on campus. People are starting to prepare for finals. You don't usually have practices, so 
coach called a practice. A young lady was like, I want to actually prioritize my studies and prepare for the finals. Coach did not like this. Coach was in so many words, you need to be here. Correspondence went back and forth. She's no longer with the mm. team. I think we know what kind of happened here. And it just sucks that the athletic department is sticking behind a trash coach. Because, again, the overall goal here is not knocking down pins. The overall goal is for the students to oh, leave with man. said degree so they can go out and be a productive member of society. Yep. Yes, it just so happens that they are on an athletic team, which is extracurricular, which mm-hmm. is what people say from day one when you step on campus. Mm-hmm. When you read those athletic handbooks, Usually within the first paragraph, it says you are a student athlete. That's the first thing all these pamphlets say, no matter what the university is, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, they all say that. And it just sucks to me that this young lady has to go through this and the athletic department that brought her in because they gave her a scholarship and everything. You're just not standing by beside her. It just sucks. And I hope they lose. I hope y'all balls another goddamn strike. I hope it's all gutter balls from here. From here on out, gutter balls. <sighs> protect, you say protect black women, but y'all not protecting black women. I hope she goes to another university. I hope she gets to bowl off the championship against FAMU. I hope it's one of those those Hollywood stories where it's like, y'all took my scholarship. I'm back with said university. I need three pins to win the championship for my team. I hope it's something like that. I hope she gets to rewrite the story for herself. Hell it's, yeah. It's just, it's just crap. Hope for the best. Well, let's get to uh, the final topic and we'll be right back. Well, the final uh Hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you super chill. You know, you super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the eddies like that. Because let's be real, a lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles and man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the podcast. It's the final topic. You poot, you get the boot. <laughs> American Airlines removes a passenger who farted to teach other passengers a lesson for Mm-mm. eating smelly food during a flight. What about this smell? I, I mean, it doesn't get much more pettier 
uh, than this. It says American Airlines is not playing. According to Daily Mail, a passenger was removed from a flight leaving from Phoenix, Austin, Texas for farting. Witnesses say a passenger came on the plane a bit disgruntled and was cursing under his breath, saying, like fucking hell. The disgruntled passenger could then be heard saying, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. It appears he was so upset. Passengers around him were eating hot meals that smelled badly. Someone turned around and said to him, if you don't like it, fly private, but you're in economy like the rest of us. Mr. Disgruntle responded by saying, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? He let out a fart loud enough that caused the flight attendant to grab the mic. The flight attendant told the passengers that was enough. They'd be returning to the gate. The man was forced to exit the plane. It's unclear if he was pooting during his exit. <laughs> what? Kudos to whoever wrote that headline and everything. That is that's top tier, top tier petty. But what say you, Boogie? Are you are you with the pooting passenger? <sighs> no, I'm not with the pooting passenger. Cause now you you got kicked off the flight. And you couldn't poot the way you wanted to poot on the flight. You you wanted to prove a point thinking that people were going to follow you. But no, 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 no. At this point, I feel like people should just get, even though we do get an overview of yeah. like the rules and safeties uh, when when we're on the damn flight before we actually take off. No, we need to add another caveat. Keep your opinions to yourself this is a very small we are all cramped we are not happy to be here but we are here now let's get here safely and and all in one piece like it's easy as that like that's it you know who you sound like you sound like that dude that was on this is a tin can with a baby <laughs> the baby is yelling. Why can't I yell? My <laughs> that's, God, that's how you sound right now? We are all miserable. <laughs> Which is true, though. Unless you are in first class or you are in business class and you don't have an exit row seat, you pretty right. much are miserable. Put your headphones on, shut up, let your seat back a little bit, and let's get to where we got to get to. Yeah. Like it's that simple. Now, I will say this though. I will say this. We can't be having no crab boils on the plane. Like, what was what were they eating that smelled that bad to make him that upset? Like, and there are certain passengers, there are certain meals where I'm like, I don't think I would have did that. You know, there's certain spiced items where I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a lot for all of us to be in these small areas. There are certain things where. If I one, I don't particularly like to I don't like to bring like hot food or a lot of food on the plane because I don't want to feel like people are staring at me and I'm eating something that you don't have. Like I that just it just makes me feel weird. Like, oh, he's over here enjoying this big ass burger. I don't have one. I don't like that. But I'm also very conscious of those smells where I'm like, yo, these onions are pungent. So it, it does. You should be aware as to certain items, just like if you have a peanut allergy. You're not going to eat peanuts on the plane because you might make someone die on the plane. You should take it to consideration. That might be a little bit too much olive oil or, you know, vinaigrette on here that's making everything smell a little, a little spicy. Yeah, but there, there are things you can't control, like 
other people's preferences in 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 food and these smells that come across like you forget long flights we get meals as well meals are had are given out so uh, you can't be sitting you you can't just sit around and look and be like uh excuse me um the fact that you guys are serving this stinky ass shit (laughs) is unfortunate Okay, there are certain meals though, like okay, let me think. What's something that re- it's very good, but but kind of gives off an odor? I'm trying to think. Oh, some Mediterranean food, very good food, but some have some odors where it's just like, I don't know if I would have brought lamb chops on here right now. You know, it's very it's a very gamey smell. Like what is that? There's I feel like there's certain items where, you- man, if you bow, go right ahead and do it. It it comes with the territory of somebody might come at you. <laughs> But also, sir, you could also you could put a mask on. That'll that'll yep. keep those smells from that'll definitely from getting there. I in guarantee. There. You think he was British? You think because he, he said he said fucking hell. I don't I don't hear many Americans like, fucking hell, bloody mate. Like what do how do we? I wonder. Or he's a wonder, race car driver. Fucking hell. That could be it too. <laughs> he's boss to the wall. Fucking hell. Send it. It's just one of those things. I, I still do. I still want to wonder though, like how bad was it? Because I've walked in a certain place where I'm like, Mm-mm, like that smell just kind of it does that waft hits you. So I just want to know, like, what was okay. it though? Like, it, it, was it that bad? Was it multiple people? Like, was it was it the boiled egg? Because I would be a little upset too if you was eating boiled eggs on the like my my guy. Like, I also think he was probably just congested and backed up because that fart. Because that fart, the fact that he he farted on call, that's pretty impressive. I'm gonna just <laughs> throw that out there right now. <laughs> so the tank he wasn't had empty. The bubble guts. Yeah, the, he <laughs> had the bubble guts, and sometimes that that makes you irritable. So that's probably also, what it is. It was very loud because if your fart is loud enough to the point where. The flight attendant has to get on to the the mic. How bad was the fart? There's a lot of questions that are unanswered. Not, I mean, it was loud enough. It probably <laughs> rumbled from the front and the back for somebody to, to come out and say something. A fart from the front is wild. I, I feel like, one, speaking from personal experience, a fart from the front is probably like one of the most weirdest feelings ever and it's yeah. it's like i don't know I, I don't i don't have i don't have a vagine so I, i'm gonna ask this question but okay so when you're a dude and you fart and the fart is in the front it kind of makes uh, okay how can i a say special this? noise not even a the noise not even, not even the it noise it warms your body it warms it's, your your it makes your, your kind of lift it makes your because it's the <laughs> fart <laughs> It just, it's like that hot air. It's like, oh shit. It's so it's weird. It's like the weirdest. It's almost like, I don't want that to happen anymore. Does that happen? It's like the fart for the front. Is it like for ladies? Like, I mean, if we're sitting down, yeah, if we're sitting down, it'll come through the front sometimes. It'll seep through the front as well as the back. But that's why I'm always on the window. I'm a window seat type of gal. I don't want no problems. And if I have, (laughs) <laughs> to let one out guess what ain't nobody bothering me silent <laughs> it's, it's good to go. silent but deadly that's the you know what i would have been 
Here's what he should have did. Here's what he should have did. I'm not necessarily mad at him because, again, you should be cognizant of the other sins that are on there. His problem was, if you think that spells, watch this. I wouldn't have announced it. I would have just, I would. it would have been like death from the side, death from behind, death from all around. It would have been silent fart city. In my mind, I just, you think he that stinks? That validation. He needed that validation. That's why. You could have just did what he had to do, but he wanted to be loud and bold and, and you know. Is this a is this a no flight zone offense? Is this no, I don't think you're so. on the no flight list. No, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> I definitely think he will be fined. Yeah, if you're not on the no flight list, you're probably on like their warning list of like you got one more, yeah. one more time to cut up. Yeah, <laughs> we've come to the end of the podcast, which is. A very a very interesting segment you know nothing blunt facts this is that moment where you might be like nate might be really high or off the champagne because again this podcast is sponsored by red cup activities um or you might be like damn nate that was very blunt why why you do that so here we go here is the nothing blunt fact a wise man once said fall in love with taking care of yourself Fall in love with the path of deep healing. Fall in love with becoming the best version of yourself. But with patience, with compassion, and respect to your own journey. So with that being said, go out here and just love on yourself. Go hug yourself. Go hug a tree. Go touch some grass. Go do something that is beneficial to your health. Go love yourself. That is the nothing blunt fact. See, Boogie, I told you, 2024, I was going to be more conscious about giving y'all the best of the blunt facts. So I'm out here. Lovable Nate. Love on yourself, Boogie. Go love. Listeners, love on yourself. Just hug yourself. Like, subscribe on all your podcast platforms. Shout out to the day ones. We appreciate you for supporting this podcast. Boogie, what you got for the peoples? As always, go ahead and smash that bell to get notified as soon as our content drops. And as a reminder, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell that friend that this is your favorite podcast and they should be listening to. Thank you so much, um, everyone that's been sending us testimonials and and uh, commenting and liking and sending us texts and stuff. We are getting those DMs and whatnot. Keep them going. We see it. We love it. Let's go. Boogie said it all. I ain't got nothing else to say outside of this is your favorite late night podcast that we sometimes shoot during the day. Also, if you do want to spot or if you do want to sponsor this podcast and be a part of the Red Cup activities, please, please hit us up. We are always looking for new podcast sponsors. Also, tune in next week to see what Durag and what background I will be displaying here. You know, because it's always something new. Ball and Wavy, all 24, all 2024. Again, this is your favorite late night podcast. It'll be so time. Shoot during the day. I'm A. Gallagher. And I'm Adrian Brandybird. What should we give him, Boogie? Bombs or horns? What should we give him? I'm going to end this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> Peace, y'all.